Ed Carlos Alberto Diego, where we talk the world game, and there's a lot to talk to you about uh, on this Tuesday afternoon. Carlos, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm very, very well. It's a beautiful day outside, and of course, uh, the news yesterday, of course, uh, they've finally announced Tim Kale, so that makes it even more beautiful for the people out there looking for something special in the A-League this year. And you've got a big question you want to ask people, mm. and we'll get to that straight after the Optus stuff, but I wanted, this. I actually wanted to talk about this right from the word go yesterday, but I thought, well, you're coming in now, so we'll, we'll talk about it when yep. you get here. Uh, Wednesday, Saturday night, EPL starts. I've got, I haven't got it. It's not there. There's football being played everywhere on BN and all this <laughs> sort of stuff, but I've got no EPL on it. So I'm watching on Twitter while I'm watching the Olympics, and it just didn't feel right. And I'm, so I'm watching the social media, and it was getting hammered. Getting absolutely hammered. What sort of feedback amongst your friends? And we'll take some calls yep. on their experiences. But what sort of feedback have you been getting? Oh, uh, uh, just what you what you saw. Basically, the, there were buffering issues. Uh, the game was sort of uh, sort of broadcast online. You know, it was delayed by thirty seconds yeah. or a minute. So people were getting the immediacy of Twitter results. You know, scores and scorers, and not seeing it on their iPad or on their computer or whatever. So. Um, it was for me. It was always going to happen. I mean, especially in in areas where there's no MBN at the moment, uh, you're going to have these buffering issues or these technical issues. What worries me the most is that Optus came out on Monday. They uh, acknowledged the fact that there were problems, uh, but they actually handballed it to a, to the EPL, saying that there were satellite problems on the EPL end, and it wasn't anything to do with Optus technology. And that worries me because they can't fix it if it happens in the future. I know they changed to an alternate feed. I think that's what we're talking about, and that made it a little bit better. But the, people weren't happy with Optus in the first place. This, this whole taking it away from Fox to Optus, there was a bad taste in people's mouths. I think the pricing strategy, uh, the fact that you have to be an Optus customer, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. all these things have just got people offside from the start. Then you throw in the buffering issues when they're trying to watch their beloved teams play on the weekend. It was always going to explode, and that's what happened. So you, you, you deal with people who, are, who love the game and are committed to it as part of their life. In your circle of friends and, con- and, and, and contacts, how many people have gone and become Optus customers as a result of this EPL deal? Most of them are waiting to see. Okay. Uh, most of them weren't happy with the pricing structure, but they love their team so much that if it's just the only way, if it's yeah. just the only way of doing it, uh, they're almost compelled to do it. They'll do it, but they're waiting to see whether the service is any good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happened on the weekends? Just saying, we're going to wait a little bit longer, or we're just we've made the right decision not to go ahead. The with frustration it. levels were unbelievable, uh, like all around the place here in Australia on, on the weekend when people have become so accustomed to the unbelievable service that we're getting from Fox Sports over the journey. We still get a game a week, so yeah. we're going to get one game a week on SBS. I watched Harlan uh, yep. Lester, which is a good game on the weekend. I, I thought it was a really good game, and uh, I enjoyed. That. That. I mean, the other, the other thing people have got to realise out there who aren't EPL fans or just wondering what, what the complaints are about, just imagine if the a- AFL wasn't on TV mm. and the only way you can get it is online. If that was the only way you can get it and suddenly you had computer issues or buffering issues or the MB- or things were slowing or dropouts or something like that, can you imagine watching your beloved oh magpies or the doggies or whatever and that was happening, uh, the outcry? Now... The English Premier League teams, the people have been following here in Australia all their life, that's how they look upon that. That's how important oh, no it is Oh, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. But are we such a, before we get to the course, are we such a speck of sand in the EPL scheme of things that any complaints that might go back, find their way somehow back to the head office of the English Premier League, 
it won't resonate, will it? No, they don't. Do they even know over there that this is happening in Australia and that there's a problem and there's all these disgruntled English Premier League fans over in Australia? I think they see it more as a TV product. Their TV product is excellent. Yep. And that's what we were getting on Fox Sports. So because it's a TV product to them, this is all – I mean, it's, it's interesting. The, the online product is nowhere near – as important, I believe. Of course, they're, they're realising they can sell it and they yeah, can yeah, make yep, money yep, out of it. Yep. But theirs is a TV product. Of course, in, in 10 years' time, it'll, the online product will be just as good as the TV product. In fact, you probably won't know the difference. Exactly. You'll be watching TV on yep. your computer and yep. whatever, yep. which you're doing now anyway. But uh, having been overseas and trying to get AFL back watching uh, you know, AFL in Thailand yeah, where, where yep. the doggies were playing and stuff and you had buffering issues and things dropping out and suddenly you, uh, that is immensely frustrating. But... AFL is still a TV product too. So I just think at the moment they, they make their, the bulk of their money from the TV product. The online stuff is something that's growing. They're understanding better. And eventually they'll get it right. Yep. Uh, but I don't think they're, too, they're, they're going to be too worried about it right now. So Paul and Geelong off the SMS. It's probably the worst stuff up in sporting history regarding TV decisions. What a joke. Uh, that's coming from Paul. I wonder whether other people's feedback is along those lines. Adam's over in WA. We're just talking about WA. Adriano <laughs> Batistuta. Um, and has joined in on the Optus chat. G'day, Adam. How are you, mate? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I just was waiting for a time delay or buffering. <laughs> right. Everything's, uh, everything's coming through loud and clear, mate. You guys must have yourself sorted out over there. <laughs> sorry, mate. It's a, it a long day there. No, but, no. So you've had a, look, you've had a bad experience. Oh, look, mate. For me, we I'm probably in that wait and see category. But you know, I was you know, I was really upset. To be honest, mate. Not like didn't bring out tears, but I said last year sitting down with my um, you know four year old and my uh, seven and a half year old both played soccer and sit down with my wife on a Saturday night and watch the early game and then if there were a couple of games on we'd flick and go oh who's playing who's playing mm. and then just with the time difference and, and whatnot you know like I'd sort of sit up or catch up with a few mates and have a couple of quieties and you know we watch the game that would kick off at sort of say 9.30 because by the time that game finished over in WA you know you're in bed by mm. just 11 o'clock at night so it doesn't feel like a really late late night you're having sort of wasted the night away watching sort of football but to me Optus is just carried on like a groovy little kid and just said, we'll just throw all this money out to it to get it. And I don't think they've really looked at how much passion is involved in, in football. And I know it's not the most, um, you know, the most heavily followed sport in, in Australia. And you know what? I'm a massive AFL fan. And the only reason I've got Foxtel, Fox Sports, is yeah. Uh, yeah. because it's so I can watch AFL. And I'm really thankful that Foxtel has turned around and they've obviously, like, you know, spent some money and... Uh, Got to, you know, they've got the Arsenal TV, Man U TV, Chelsea TV. Last night at 7 o'clock over here in Perth, they had the replay of the Arsenal-Liverpool game. Yeah, I know, you know, I've recorded that, and it was a beautiful thing to watch for about half an hour there, Adam. <laughs> uh, thanks for your call, mate. Daniel's in McLeod. Uh, what, was your, um, what was your experience like, Daniel? Yeah, look, look, Andy, on the Saturday, I honestly reckon it was fantastic. It was full HD looked great but it was the Sunday where it all turned real grim. Right. I don't think I don't think it was the EPL servers end because I think it might have been a bit of congestion in the server with everyone jumping on. So there's a bit of Chipotle sauce on that from Optus. 
But I don't think anyone's going to tolerate that, though. Just because there's congestion, you're paying your, your subscription. It's not on TV until later. I mean, unless you've got the Arsenal TV, Chelsea TV, and so forth. I don't think anyone's going to cop that. As no a chance. A, yeah, if you're going to say if your product is going to be online, you have to guarantee that it's going to be as good as a TV product, wouldn't you? I, that's how it has I'd to be it. easy, yeah. and it has to mm. come through flawlessly. And no question. And okay, great. It should be in HD these days. Mm. It, there's no question. It should be Daniel. So uh, you sound like you're a bit more tolerant than a lot of other purchases of the service might be. Barry's in Werribee. Uh, what did you make of it, Barry? Yeah, I was one of those that I thought, oh, well, I wait and see, and I thought, no, nah, I've got to get it. I mean, you just got to watch the UPL. You just can't not. So I, I, I went into Optus. I must say, I was pleasantly surprised. The young lady that served me, she knew her stuff, and she said, if you want to watch it the cheapest way, we'll just um, do it on a month-to-month basis. That way you're not locked in. If you don't like it, you can bail out. It's only going to cost you 35 bucks a month, which is 30 and then $5 for the box. So that came last week, set it up, no issue. First 10 minutes of the Liverpool game, it was a disaster. It mm. just kept stopping and pausing. And 30 seconds later, it come back onto somewhere different. In the end, after that, it was fine, not an issue. I don't know what the Saturday would be like when there's a lot of people watching it, but what annoys me is that you've got no choice. If you want to watch it, you have to do that. Yeah. Or turn into a, a, a 20-year-old geek and get all of these different sort of um, apps that they got and they can watch it and stream from everywhere which I've got no idea. <laughs> the same, Barry. People, people bombard you with that. So, oh, you get this and then you get fetch and then you whack it here and stick the USB in there and if you're standing with your leg out the window and your arm out the door yep. uh, and the wind's blowing from the north, oh, it comes through loud and clear. It's absolutely, and you, know, you get it for free. Yeah, wh- one great byproduct for me though is that you know, there's only so many hours in the day, and you want to watch. If I could watch football every day, every hour of every day of every week of every year, it would be fantastic. So, what uh, what I couldn't do when it, when the EPL was on Foxtel is that because we talk so much EPL on our shows, and it, it, that's a big talking point here. Uh, I, I was sort of almost neglecting the Bundesliga, the yeah. La Liga, and so. But guess what? Yep. Now it, that's on, yep. and the, the beautiful highlight shows are on for us yes, to have a look every true. week. So I'm really getting into that now. That's funny. Uh, more than, instead of just reading about it and getting little highlights, <laughs> you're actually watching full games. So I'm actually getting a broader education myself, uh, as I should, because obviously you know this it's a global game and we should know all about it. Well, so. I don't know which who which one of the Diego's put out a tweet, <laughs> but I found myself on Saturday night flick over to one of the BN Sports channels, and there was. Uh, Olympic Leon playing nonce. Nonce, yeah. And uh, I looked at your tweet and it said, can anyone tell me whether this is artificial <laughs> grass or not? Because the pitch looks so perfect. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't know many of the players. Yeah. But the football was fantastic. It was fantastic, yeah. It was fantastic, mate. They reckon the, the uh, League One uh, highlights last night was fantastic too. Oh, you know, people really got into that. So it, it looked a nice little bright product. We're getting more of the you know the week-to-week visuals of yep. what's happening in these other great leagues. Yeah, no, I think if there is a positive to be taken out of the yeah. gigantic negative, <laughs> and it's the negative's going to overwhelm the positive, there is that, and mm. that's not a bad thing. Hey, 25 minutes to 3, 942, 9, 11, 16. Uh, what's your question you want to ask people about Tim Cow? Flag, fly the flag the question, and yep. we'll uh, get some responses. He, and dig he's into finally an here. He's finally signed. He's finally here. He's pro- he actually did really well yesterday uh, in his presentation and the, the way Melbourne City did it. I want to know what needs to happen for this to be a success. Now, what needs to happen? For the Tim Kale experiment or the Tim Kale project a good to band. be a success. Nine four two nine eleven sixteen. We've got a bit. We haven't given anything away so far. I've got stuff to give away to your suggestions um, as to the answer to that question. What needs to happen 
for this to be uh, considered a success. Carlos Alberto Diego is in the studio for the Tim Carl project to work off the SMS machine. <laughs> They're going to need a good keyboard player. Yeah, absolutely, there the Alan Parsons. But uh, the um, Alan Parsons would have been a really good centre forward, I reckon. It's got, that, it's got that name, yeah. For West Ham? Yeah, for Leeds. I'm thinking Leeds. Well, no, Leeds of the well, 70s. Wolverhampton. Yeah, something like yeah, that. So, yeah. uh, okay, so Timmy, before we get yeah. to this, a bunch of people want to join in, and I want your view. Here's a little bit of what Tim Carl had to say. He was on with the boys on Brecky this morning. I think the challenge is going to be just basically growing the game on a community level, growing the game on a grassroots level, um, going at our own pace. I think you see how massive AFL is in Melbourne, see how big the, the other sporting codes are doing, like you said, cricket and things like that. All we can do is just, you know, be happy for them. You know, aligning ourselves, competing against other sports is not something that I feel is, is something we need to concentrate on. The focus that we need to do is really develop the game by bringing... You know, more quality players to the league and, and really trying to grow it, which will bring a lot of value to the TV rights, will bring a lot of value to, to football clubs. Uh, next week we'll be in Brisbane. If I can get any game time as, uh, there, you know, I, I'd love to lock it in and make sure that they can promote the game and bring the fans down and um, really help the game in that way, which I think will be the game changer and will be something that's uh, going to be really positive for, for the Australian game. There's his answer to your mm. question. And that seems to me to be a pretty sensible and accurate um, target uh, as a response to the question you put out for our audience. Yeah, for me, for me, for Tim Kale project to be a success, it just needs to add value to the next set of TV rights for me. So if, he, if Melbourne City end up being, you know, this team that wins playing champagne football, Timmy Carl scoring, yep. Bruno Fornaroli yep. scoring, the whole, the whole pa- it's a party every time you go and see yep. Melbourne City yep. and suddenly the uh, commercial TV people who might be vying or even thinking or considering this and they're saying, look, look what's happening here. And, and then the derbies, are f- you might be at your 40 to 45, 50,000 that Eddie had for your derbies and stuff like that. If that ends up sealing a TV agreement that's double the value of the current one, because that's yep. what they're aiming for, yep. Yep. it's a success. For me, because I don't believe in this whole one player messiah thing by itself. Uh, it tends not to leave a legacy anyway. No, I mean, we saw it with Del Piero. We've seen it with uh, David Villa, which was you know, four game stints that have attended. That was a disaster, that was. But even Dwight York before that, uh, you, you've just got to have something that leads to something. The legacy here will be the TV rights. Yep, yeah, and what the game yep. can do with the extra money that comes in. That's right. Okay, that, that seems pretty sensible. And Carl mentioned that with the boys this morning. Ben's on the road. For it to be a success, Ben, what does it need to do? Oh, I think um, just crowds in general for Melbourne City games um, have to increase by about a thousand or two. I think what they're going to do is draw the people that uh, iffy about going to the games. Um, I think he's going to be the draw card to get them over line and, and bump up crowd numbers. Well, automatically from um, City, they're saying that their early membership sales are up five times. Wow! On on other other seasons, so that might be a small number to begin with. I don't know what their numbers are like in terms of membership sales at this time of the year, but in terms of inquiries and new members on board, already in the last twenty four hours, they've had five times the traffic yep. that they would normally have. Well, you want that impact, don't you? Yeah, this has to bring do. that impact, not just a slight one or two thousand people through the gates. City have to be averaging fifteen thousand people this year. I would think. I would if, think. Yeah, I would think even more. Uh, than but that. for that to happen too, yeah. Okay, yep, I'm yep, just oh, being yep, conservative. No, no, yep, 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 fifteen thousand yep. people to the games week in week out. Uh, that'll match Sydney FC straight away. Yep. And it's a good increment to what City's had in the past. Uh, the 
but for that to happen, just having Timmy Cale in the team and not really producing or the team not winning is not going to help. They have to win. Hey, Ben, you've got a $50 size uh, give voucher. Gee, you wouldn't want to break down. No. But you can't. It's football, you know. It's sport. You of can't course. do much about no, no, it. You can't. But it's it's a form and how they play now. I mean, the pressure is all on the club now and Van Skip because uh, that, you know, what he does now with this, you know, this plethora of talent. I mean, you know, you have got Timmy Cale and Bruno Pornaroli, but suddenly he's got some really great avenues for service. Luke Bratton, yeah, great yeah. player. He's a great deliverer of, of passes. Uh, Caceres in there. They've got Kilkenny. These guys are real creators. Good passes of the ball. So suddenly they've got great avenues here, great channels to, to the forwards. Thanks you, call, Ben. Anthony's in Geelong. Uh, what does it need to do for it to be a success for you, mate? Well, um, boys, I think you've covered what I was going to say. I think he needs to just stay on the pitch for the whole season and, um, you know, not not break down and um, help get crowds up. And um, I think that will lift the profile, not just of City, who I support, but um, of the whole A-League, I think. And the good thing about Timmy Cowley, he doesn't yep. have a history of, of injuries. He's actually he's a guy... Really sound. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, pretty yeah. resilient like yeah. that. Uh, he might miss the odd game, but he hasn't had long periods out of the game through injury. Yeah, no doubt. A $50 voucher to Vito Stone Bar and Grill for you, Anthony. Paulie is also... You've got a clear line down in Geelong today. <laughs> Nothing wrong with the uh, satellite service down the down the highway. Hi, Paulie. Hi, boys. All good down here. Look, um, I think for this to be a success, I mean, it's all well and good to go and see Timmy Cahill on the pitch, but... We want to see him score. I mean, he's an absolute legend of the um, you know, Australian football, and, and now he's his homecoming. We want to see him score. You know, I'm a victory supporter, and I remember um, counting the weeks that it took Harry Kuehl to, to put one in the back of the net, and it was, it was unbelievable. It wasn't, we all thought he was going to come back into this competition and just completely take over, score goals for fun, and it just didn't happen. So, I mean, as a victory supporter, I would go and watch uh, Timmy Cahill because of the legend he is. And and he's still playing decent football, scoring goals, you know, in China, scoring goals for the Socceroos. So we've a lot more, we're a lot more sort of uh, buoyant about how he might perform. We were a bit skeptical about Harry, we what were, we were, what we were yep. getting when Harry came yep. back. And a lot of the uh, Socceroos who have come back uh, had great careers overseas and not necessarily come back at their best. Uh, Brett Emerton comes to mind, even Johnny Aloisi to a point, uh, Harry Kuehl. But Timmy's coming back in great shape. Uh, not, you know, uh, ravaged. he hasn't had a career ravaged by injury. He doesn't seem to have lost any pace. He's still jumping up higher than everyone else. So I think it gives you a bit more confidence about the investment. And think about what he's doing it for. This is not superannuation. For, this is not a bit of cream on the cake. He wants to be somewhere in two years' time, yep. desperately. He wa- And so the only way he's going to be part of the national team in two years of the World Cup is by playing good football. And yep. the only place he's got to do that now is here. Yeah, and I think... That's what that's what he's got to do. It, 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 I think it buys that longevity playing at home. I yeah, know no he's, he's a Sydney boy, he's a Melbourne, yep, yep. it's a Melbourne club, but it, it's at home. For me, in circumstances, he's got a project... Like we we yeah, joke yeah, about yeah. the Alan Parsons project, but but he's got a, this project now, and I think he really, I really believe. I know he's got business interests left, right, and center. He's a smart guy, mm. but I really believe he does deep, deep down want to give something back. Hey, Paulie, I've got a couple of bottles of wine for you, one red, one white, with thanks to AR Property Investments and a couple of Bataki hams. Andrew is in Reservoir, uh, far away, mate. Well, boys, we've got an articulate and intelligent man coming to our league. What we need to do is get rid of the scourge of the A-League since its inception. He gets up on TV, on the mainstream TV and on Foxtel, and says, if you bring a flair to a game, 
never onwards. You not only can be black bang, but you're an idiot. And you can don't want you at my games. Uh, well, I'll take well. Well, Harry, em- yeah. <laughs> Harry embraced him, didn't he? He yeah. said they, he said they yeah. added to the atmosphere yeah. and all, and he got you know, pilloried for that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Timmy will have something to say about something like that. He's never backward in coming forward with his opinions and stuff. Now we're getting a lot of stuff from Victory fans who are not feeling very loved at the moment. And well, that, good, uh, you know, good. Uh, yeah, it, it's about time. We spoke to Ian Robson. Diego spoke to Ian Robson at length last week. Just a wonderful chat with a with a really good leader of a biggest good club man. in Australia. Great club. And uh, as much as he, you know. He doesn't like the opposition, you know. He doesn't want them to do well, but just quietly, the whole Tim Kale thing is so good for victory. No doubt, so this, good. Oh, mate, this is a kick up the bum for Melbourne. Yeah. If Melbourne, no, not, victory... not necessarily from that point of view. He just knows how big the two clubs can be in this market. Oh, no doubt about that. Yeah. But if they if they want to find the next level, even if it's yeah. just in the suddenly they've got a, a rival here for not not only on the pitch, but for this, yeah, for this, a bit of airtime, a bit of paper time, a bit of just the profile of the other one goes, okay, well, we've got to start doing our business yeah. a bit better now. And they're not the sort of club that will go, okay, you get Kale, we'll go and get Messi. They're not that sort of club, but yeah. I wish they were. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, where they just say, okay, you bring this guy in, let's go for the next big name, we'll bring him in ourselves. Stephen Whiney, never been a City member, will be now, even if I'm a Manchester United supporter. And Tristan in Noble Park, I love football, but have never got into the A-League. With TC signing, I'm already signed up as a City member. There so that's the sort of stuff we're talking about. I'm going to wrap it up after uh, the break with you. you got to tell me what was the best goal that you saw from the English Premier League in the opening weekend. And can you just tell me whether Philip Coutinho is world-class <laughs> or not? Just tell me on the other side of this. On 11.16 SEN, Melbourne's home of footy. Afternoons with Andy Marr for the Volvo XC90, Australia's best SUV in its category. Four minutes to three. The boys on the run home coming up next. Carlos Alberto Diego here. Yes, sorry, I know we've got to talk about some, but I really apologise. We haven't had anything to say about the Matildas. Brave, brave Matildas. No. I know. I'm really sorry. We're just running out of time. No, no, but, no, yeah. no, no. Because I had it written down here. Why didn't mm. the assistant referee yep. say to Barbara, get back on your line? Yep. Like you can, okay, we concede you're going to move, yep. but don't come two, three metres off your line. Yeah. I mean, How that, was she allowed? Was that just the hometown decision? It was. It was. Because they know that that's their only job at that penalty shootout, to look at where the, where the goalkeeper's... Uh, standing, you're allowed to run across the line. Yep. You can run up and down, the, you know, across the line, but you can't move forward. It was happening with every penalty. Oh, it wasn't uh, just yeah, half a yeah, step either. No, no it was uh, really. But they were so brave, those Matildas, yeah, and yep. to take the penalty shootout. I think it was seven six in the end. Yep. It was fantastic. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And they, I mean, they're high quality. Yeah, they're high quality competitors. They're a good team. They're well coached. Yeah, um, and Brazilians were better, but uh, but we really. Took it up to them. Yeah, and that hometown yeah. thing, you know, that is... Yeah. Hey, what has happened the, with, with the Brazilian men's? I sort of dropped off a little no, bit. No, semi- semi-finals. They've got through yeah, the semis. Yeah, the Honduras yeah, yeah. Uh, coming up, so... Uh, the, what was the best goal? I don't know how many goals you I saw. I know which one you love. Well... The uh, Mane goal for Liverpool. It was just magnificent, mate. Yeah. Coutinho was a great goal. The free kick was yeah, a fantastic he's not goal. World, he's not world-class, so let's not worry about it. <laughs> but the one the one oh. I love the most, not for the not for the aesthetics of it, but just the, just the announcement that I'm here. Slatan oh, no. Ibrahimovic. He just announced. I mean, he was just so good the whole game. <laughs> Such a he's changed the face of Manchester United this year with Jose Mourinho, of course. But he's just made Wayne Rooney look a better player already. Uh, he just commands the attention. He loves the attention. 
And not only did he create something uh, for, for Rooney, but he also scored that goal uh, that, that won him the game. It was just fantastic. So all, all the big guns bar one, and it had to be, well, it could have been a draw, but if there wasn't going to be a draw, either Liverpool or Arsenal was going to lose that game. Arsenal, is it too early to say they're already on, under the co- <laughs> like the cosh? Are they still... Are they, yeah. Is it too early? We, we know that it's been a, an off-season of disquiet amongst their supporters because they haven't released, you know, the, the, um, the, they've gone out into the marketplace the way they want them to. I, I know that uh, non-Arsenal fans love having a crack at them about the fact that they let people down all the time. Even the Arsenal fans are now turning on their own. But look at the squad. They were missing Murdersacker, they were missing yeah, yeah. Gabriel, they were missing uh, Ozil. Um, you know, of course, they haven't bought anyone big. That's a big that's a big issue. But they lost 4-3 in the end. Arsenal, and I'm not an Arsenal fan. I'm a Hammers fan, so I don't love Arsenal at all. I, I actually laugh at the way they let people down all the time. Yeah. But they will be in the top three again this year because that's what they do. They they'll will be in the top three this year. Yeah, they'll disappoint but then they'll have their run where people expect that they're gone and they'll finish in the top three right, again okay. this year. So let's assume, I don't think you think Leicester City are going to hold their spot in the top four. No, they actually weren't as bad no, as the loss. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but, no, they'll be more mid-table. Okay, so, so I'm going to get you, here we are on the yep. 16th of August. Your top four at the end of the at the end of the the um, the regular season in the yep. uh, Premier League. Uh, Man U, in order? You want to be in no, order? No, no, no. no. Just okay. Man U, Man yep. City, Chelsea, and, and Arsenal. Arsenal. They're the four. So you're leaving Liverpool out, you're yep. leaving Tottenham out. Yep. Is that a surprise? Uh, Are you no. upset with me, Andy? Well, no, no, because I'm going to enjoy this now. <laughs> I want to enjoy this on a weekly basis. Liverpool will be plucky. No, I don't They'll want, be brave, plucky. plucky. No, no, I'm sick of that. But you need something from the stratosphere to win these things, mate, and finish in the top four. Did you not see Mane's goal? <laughs> did you just decide not to look at that, did you? No, I loved Mane's goal. It was a great goal. <laughs>